Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Our text this morning is our epistle lesson from Colossians, the second chapter, especially verses 6 and 7, where St. Paul writes, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. This is the text. You may be seated. I don't have much of a green thumb. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. Oh, I've tried my hand at gardening and landscaping over the years with varying degrees of success. For the longest time, I thought that learning how to grow things was just too much pressure. Plants are picky. They're needy. You have to give them just the right soil, just the right amount of light or shade, just the right amount of water. Not enough. They die. Too much, and they die. Apply some fertilizer, but make sure it's the right kind of fertilizer and the correct amount. Not enough, and they die. Too much, they die. On and on and on. But despite all of this fussiness, one thing I have learned about plants. Most of them are actually pretty resilient. You might think they require a lot of work. You might think that you have to do everything just right. You might think that you've went ahead and killed them. But they'll surprise you. Case in point, the Easter lilies that we stuck in the ground some years ago after they'd sat in the house without any light or water for weeks. From whenever Easter was that year, sometime in April probably, until it had to have been at least the end of June, maybe the beginning of July, just sitting, you know, in a pot in our living room, as brown and yellow and as dry and dead as you could possibly imagine. My wife, perhaps because she just was getting sick and tired of looking at them sitting in the living room, thought, well, let's just plant them and see what happens. So she took them out, dug a little hole in the front yard, planted them, and let them go. And I got to tell you, <laughs> the next June... We had Easter lilies blooming in that front yard like you would not believe. I didn't think there was a chance. They looked deader than dead, but they did fine. Similar story this summer. I had built some planters to put out in front of our garage, and so we bought some flowers to plant in them, but we didn't have the soil yet, so they kind of sat out alongside the garage waiting in those really high-quality plastic containers that they come in with lots of room for the roots. And uh, clearly they did not get enough water and probably a little too much 
heat. Well, again, I thought there was no chance, but we planted them all the same, watered them, gave them some time, and I got to tell you, those red flowers today are the most prolific in the container. Plants can be delicate and fragile, no doubt, but they are also tough and resilient. They have a surprising ability to survive through any kind of weather, even when it seems all hope is lost. It is amazing, really, what being rooted can do. And it's all part of God's design. People can be a lot like plants. They're fragile and easily damaged. Too much heat applied from demanding, overbearing, or authoritarian parents, teachers, bosses, or perhaps even pastors, and they dry up and wither, retreating into themselves to shield from the onslaught. Or they might do the opposite. They toughen and bristle, standing up even straighter and taller, proud and defiant, determined not to be broken. The blowing of too much wind of change, and they're left flattened, bent, and bruised under the weight of life, knocked down by the forces outside of their control, forces they can't overcome or withstand. Too much sorrow and sadness, and they'll drown in their own tears. Not enough food or water from the life-giving Word of God and they starve and thirst into spiritual death and decay. There are so many different kinds of weather we face in life, spiritually speaking. Storms, droughts, heat waves, cold spells. What weather patterns are you facing in your life? Is your life sunny and 70 with a nice, gentle 5 to 10 mile per hour breeze all the time? Well, if so, God be praised. But I suspect that's not the case for all of us. Some of you, perhaps, are feeling beaten down, sapped of your strength, and dried up. Others have failed you, hurt you, angered you. You're feeling lost, frustrated, or alone. You're being pulled in a hundred different directions by a hundred different commitments with a hundred different expectations. You want a break. You need some relief. You're looking for a ray of daylight to break through and shine through those clouds, waiting for the wind to let up, waiting for the heat to relent. And if that describes you, this text is for you. Notice what Paul says. You received Christ Jesus the Lord. It's an objective fact. It has happened. 
you received Christ Jesus the Lord. He doesn't say, if you received Christ, or do everything you can to receive Christ. No. You received Christ Jesus the Lord, just as sure as the ground you're walking on. And because you have received him, Paul says, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith. You are rooted in Christ, anchored in him, firm, secure, strong, and steady through any kind of weather. A plant draws in its nutrients from the soil in which it's planted through the roots. What does that mean for you? You are planted in Jesus, and He is perfect soil. He Himself provides the water of life that you need by His Word. He Himself feeds you all that you need in His sacraments. He is your source of health, life, and strength, both physically and spiritually. His death on the cross and His resurrection from the grave have won for you forgiveness of sins and victory over every enemy that would seek to pluck you like a weed from God's good garden. They can't touch you. You are rooted in Christ. People really are a lot like plants. They'll surprise you. Just like those Easter lilies or those brilliant red flowers. Just when you think that even God couldn't possibly save them, they make a comeback. A little care, a little attention, a little pruning, and they flourish. That's the way it is for you. You may feel dried up and withered. You may look beaten down and broken, those around you may say, there's no hope for that one anymore. Might as well just throw it away. But you can never be too far gone for God to bring you back to life again. It's all a part of His design for you, being rooted in Christ Jesus the Lord. Through any kind of weather, He is keeping you and making you to grow and flourish even when no one else can see it. And to what end? Thanksgiving. To recognize the mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, which He shows to us in His Son, Christ Jesus the Lord. Walk in Him, Paul says, rooted and built up and established in the faith, abounding in thanksgiving. See your scars. Admit your weakness. Despise yourself. And yet proclaim 
that you are precious and beautiful in God's sight for the sake of Christ, that you are His handiwork, that He is not finished with you. That's truly cause for thanksgiving. Being rooted in Christ in baptism, fed and nourished by His Word, forgiven, renewed, restored, and blossoming through any kind of weather. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus.